Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. All right. Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive by, Thrive by, excuse me, being brought to you by the Transformation Talk Radio Network. We are waiting for Dr. Pat and her arrival. It's just one of those days where we're kind of going all around the Puget Sound here with uh, issues and COVID-19 and all that other stuff. And I think she's checked in. Hey there, Pat. I'm checking in. All right, good. Checking in. I was doing the old stall out. That's what Thank they're you. saying. Thank you. I, lo- I love the way you yeah. get Thank the Thank you very much. Thing. I took a man yeah, for I'm- it. Yeah, I'm actually not quite sure what's going on. I can't tell if it's me or if it's Facebook. I don't know if anybody's having the same Facebook issue that I'm having is that I went to go look at Facebook. So there's probably some aspect ratio on my laptop and I restarted it. I don't know what I touched, but we're just going to have to roll with it for right now. What do you think about that? I agree, and I'll do. Uh, you do that, and I'm going to call our guests on the line. Get them. Yeah. All right. Hey, everybody. I want to welcome you. It's so great to have you tune us in and turn us on while we're trying to figure a few things out. Um, one of the things that I want to say is, yeah, you are listening to the Dr. Pat Show. It is the Dr. Pat Show. It is talk radio to thrive by. And we've got a great lineup. Steve Kramer is going to be joining us here today. And then we have another fabulous show that we're going to be talking about the gifts within us. Um, We'll tell you about that. But Steve, you know, Steve Kramer, you know, you know, uh, back in the day, not too long ago, Steve did a fabulous show with us. You know, think spirit fire, think spirit fire. Um, If you can think that, then I think you'll be in pretty good shape for the most part. Because today what we're doing is it's the beginning of a number of different things we're doing and the spirit of raising consciousness and all of the above. But one of the things for sure that I think many of us uh, are, are either aware of or not aware of is we're in a totally unfamiliar place. And I want to tell you what this reminds me of. People have been asking me, what is this? What is this place, Pat, that you keep talking about? What does it remind you of? And I thought there are a couple of points in times I can indicate in my life that there has been what I consider to be, um, it's considered instantaneous transformation. Instantaneous means that an event or something happens and how you are either as a society right? If you are a a separate country or if you are uh, a community, but there's something that happens that you, it's almost like you go to bed and you wake up and it's like a totally different world. And I was, I was asked the other day on the show, um, had I remembered anything like this happening before? 
you know, did I remember a time in my life where something like that happened? And I have to tell you that the only other time I could remember was something like this. And I'm not even talking about the financial crisis because I think the financial crisis did happen rather suddenly, but it happened differently. I think what happened with that, there was a period of time that uh, 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 people, so to speak, had to adjust. It was, is there something maybe in the financial world that's happening? Is it happening for a few people? Uh, is it that we woke up one day and in the middle of what we now look back as the financial crisis and did we become automatically different? And I don't look at that in the same way as what we're going through right now as we, you know, you know, shelter in place, but try to not remain alone. And what I mean by all of that is I had to really think about if there was a scenario where one day uh, here I was, myself, my friends, my family, and what I consider to be almost like the next day, but it really wasn't the next day. And I did a timeline. And I'm not going to talk about it during this show. We're going to talk about it in the, the channel that we're launching to provide information. But I was sent uh, a graphic and the graphic that I was sent uh, of where this kind of started in the time frame. So here's the thing that I remember, right? It's like here you have this disease and it starts in a particular part of the world. But the pace by which you as an individual are affected by it is at a pace that was so accelerated that it seems like one day you're here, you're taking your kids out, I'm playing ping pong, we're all getting along, and the next day things have changed drastically. And I was, um, I was struck by a couple things when I was asked about this. And, I, I, and my answer was sort of all over, all over the map because I was really taken aback by the question. I had to think, I wasn't prepared for it. And I had to think, and I said, let me give you a couple of examples in my lifetime of what I recall and the way the impact it left on us. And I said, you know, I want to go back to a time in 1968 and 69, and it's not quite like this. But if you lived where I lived in Plainfield, New Jersey, between one day and the next, things changed so dramatically, so drastically, we saw a movement in this country to raise a level of awareness. And we're not talking in this scenario about a disease, but we are in a sense. You know, it was the disease of inequality, it was uh, the awakening that we had to realize that we are not treating people the same because of the color of the skin, uh, their sexual orientation, 
and so I remember that. And so then the next time I remember something even coming close to that, and I mean Google Plainfield, New Jersey, 68, 69, if you want to get a sense of the high school I graduated from and what happened in Plainfield. Because I came literally one hour from losing my life then. And so that to me was dramatic. And then I started to think, well, what else? What was another scenario? Because apparently when the person was talking with me, I wasn't giving them the answer they wanted. And so uh, they kept asking me the question and they said, well, was there another time? And I said, yes. And I said, this may not be as important for some people, but it is important for me. And I said, the next time in my lifetime that I realized and felt the sense of hopelessness and a sense of helplessness was when my brothers and sisters were dying at extraordinary rates from something we called HIV and AIDS, extraordinary rates. And many people weren't aware of what was happening. And I was talking to this interviewer and I wish that we had a copy of the interview. And I was talking to him and I said, you know, that was the next time that I experienced a battle for saving lives, a battle for saving lives. And by the way, that battle is still going on. It took millions of people, but it wasn't like today. It was different. Why was it different? It was different only in that folks looked at a certain group of people, just like we did here recently looking over there at China, where we still think we're going to call this something to have to do with China. Then they asked me, is there any other time? And I said, well, there's another time if we're staying in the realm of disease and we're just going to stay that. And I said, it's something that goes on to this day. And it has to do in the area of Lyme disease. Lyme disease is the greatest denial. And I started to talk about the greatest denial, what denial is. And what denial is, is when some group of people or some population or someone comes forward and says, this is my reality and this is my life. And the powers that be that either hold the golden coin or the nugget step forward and say, "Mm, not really. And so here's what we have in this energetic paradigm today, which it is. And Steve, so glad he's going to be joining me. He will, will bring Steve on when we come back from break. You know, there is an unsettling. And I go back to those points in time. And I think about what happened in the collective energy that came together. What happened in the collective energy when we came together to join together, to be together, to fight for something, to stand up for something? I remember this. I remember what it was like to march in a parade and being one of a handful of white folks marching in a parade. I remember that. I remember marching in the Macy's Day Parade, like Macy's is like in New York, and carrying a flag for the telephone company that had to do with LGBTQ rights 
Uh, I remember that. So I remember that. And what I'm trying to say to everybody today, and maybe Steve can help me out, this is not the time, people, to coil under. This isn't it. As a network, we are not coiling under. We are finding ways to give you this show today, albeit little hiccup probably on my end for my Facebook, but we are broadcasting. Benny, same thing with Benny. Okay, can't, a little hiccup with the phones. It's a hiccup. Olivia, Olivia's on here saying, what's wrong with your picture, Pat? It's a hiccup. <laughs> we are not going to retract. We are launching an entire channel within the next two days. And it's not like your CNN channel. It's not like your, I don't even know the networks, whatever they are. It's not about bringing doctors on to talk about how many people have this. This is a network we're calling Street Smart COVID-19. It will invite thought leaders from all over the world, people to hold consciousness, groups of people that can come together on Zoom and social media to talk about what's going on. And you know what? My hat's off to Terry J. Walker. And Terry J. Walker, that my soul stretching success sister, has already started groups. Our hosts are already starting groups. And when we come back from break, you're going to find out what Steve Kramer, who is absolutely known for bringing people together and helping them find joy, find peace, find their true nature. He's joining us because we've got to talk about joy and finding those moments of joy. Even if your kid spills peanut butter and jelly on your thousand piece puzzle of the Cascade Mountains. Let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. How do you feel? Just okay? Well, how about you tune in and get ready to be more with The Healing Hour with me, Doc Martin, every third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I'm ready for your questions, and I can't wait to help you find the answers. Every month, we'll have a new live call-in show with innovative topics and a powerful hour of healing. To learn more about me, visit DrSharonMartin.com. See you there. I'm going to be here. You won't want to miss it. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit jenroyster.com for more information. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at maryjanemack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit maryjanemack.com. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. 
The Power of Inspiration and Awakening Radio with Juliet Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific. We'll take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Have you ever wondered what your pets think about? Do you know what your pets are saying to you? Dr. Monica will be your pet's translator to help you understand what your pets are trying to communicate to you. Enhance the bond with your furry friends on Pets Talk with Pet Communicator, Dr. Monica, each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about Dr. Monica, visit PetCommunicator.com. What a voice. Right? A ballad. Benny, you want me to sing that? No, (laughs) right? (laughs) Steve might join in. (laughs) Steve might join in. Hey, everybody. Steve Kramer is joining us here today. Look at When I think about Steve, I think about Spirit Fire. And we're going to talk about Spirit Fire in a minute. But more importantly, there is a Spirit Fire that is burning inside of so many right now. It is totally igniting it's igniting people in ways that i gotta tell you steve i have not seen in a really long time um but today you're here to help us understand about that ignition as well as what it means to really get to a place where despite what's going on in the world we can experience joy and part of that conversation does have to do with mindfulness Absolutely. Let's talk about that for a minute, because when we say mindfulness, we think about mindfulness as like the brain doing something, but we totally forget the soul nature and the emotional aspect of mindfulness. Absolutely. Well, right. The emotions and the soul, all a part of us and the word mind, right? The mind is a part of us as well in our body. We don't want to forget our body. So all of that is this, you know, we are this container of all these various parts and mindfulness just ask you to simply pay attention moment to moment to what's happening, what's happening right here, right now. But a crucial part of that is to what's happening right here, right now, without judgment. So to really try just to be present with what's happening with a sense of curiosity. And and what you find with curiosity is it often leads to wonder, and then that often leads to optimism. So there's this cascading effect And it involves every aspect of us, you know, our body, our mind, our emotion, and certainly our spirit. So part of this too is, you know, I don't know, was I, was I overreacting or maybe overstating when I was describing uh, this particular era, but I have to tell you, I, I went through those other times and I couldn't see what was coming. I couldn't see driving down the streets in Plainfield, New Jersey, one night coming back from the shore and getting caught in the middle of riots and violence like you have never seen before. I couldn't have predicted it. I look back and I understand why now, right? If you fast forward and, you know, I, I can tell you I was a disco queen like the rest of everybody. I could tell you about all of those <laughs> Studio 54 stuff, 51. Um, But then there was the AIDS epidemic, which was never an epidemic in the beginning. It was the greatest, second to Lyme disease, I think, it was the greatest collective denial on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. And 
now we're in a place that if it wasn't for people like, and if I do say, uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo uh, and Governor Jay Inslee here, and now the we've got the governor of of New York. Uh, I'm still not sure why the mayor hasn't cut cut shut down the parks in New York, but I'll have that yeah. conversation with him. But now you start to see these other people slowly trickle in, and it kind of does remind me of of the of AIDS and the many lives that were lost before somebody flipped on a light switch. Yeah, well, and I love that you that you mentioned the word collective, uh, and and you know I heard you say marching in a parade, and I have to just tip a hat to you and to Transformation Talk Radio and to all those people who are creating collectives, digital collectives, because what I find so, um, you know, I'm having a lot of flashbacks to the AIDS epidemic. I was a New Yorker for mo- almost all my life. And certainly I was in the epicenter of the AIDS epidemic. Yep. And one thing that's really different about this is, yes, I mean, we could spend time talking about denial and, and, and actually that that's really a, a virus in and of itself. Yes, it um, is. We can talk about all of those sort of contractions of the mind and of the emotions, fear. But this idea that during the, the AIDS crisis, we could still form collectives. We could march to the NIH. You know, we could actually form bands. I just lost a friend the other day who was quite the activist during the AIDS um, during the AIDS epidemic to to COVID nineteen. Uh, right. And here's the difference: is we couldn't all get together. You know, the idea of of this beautiful, vital, creative human being dying in isolation, alone, without any contact. You know, we had that then. We could collect on on mass. We our voices could be heard. We could actually also hold each other and be there for each other in that moment, that dark moment, or or as someone passes. You know, there's just so much to touch. So what's so different about this, and what makes it's so unique? You know, that we live in the digital age is that, and why meditation is so important is that we've got to find ways to be a collective that are that you know are not typical ways that that we where you we get together on mass and we our voices are heard but we're doing that now online we're doing that digitally we're doing that on radio we're doing that on skype and zoom and so it's a new now but boy you know it is it is and i gotta tell you there's some things i thought about when i was interviewed and what you said is brilliant it's brilliant what you and I experienced, right, from different sides of that coin, I, we're here kind of smiling today, right, in a sense, but not really, because you're wearing and I'm wearing these badges, <laughs> right? Yeah. Now, what do I mean by that, right? Uh, when I tell somebody that's like an Olivia or a Zach or even a Jessica. When I say, did you know we still don't have an ERA? And, and most of the people will ask, what do you mean? Other people think I'm talking about the gun lobby. But there's a level of awareness that because we were not digitally plugged in and we were not totally bombarded, the information we got was succinct it had to be done in a way that people didn't flip the channel off of the yep. news. Yep. 
uh, the visual aspects of news reporting, if you can remember um, the visual aspects of what we showed people, because we didn't have this digital world, are literally missing. I, I remember my friend coming back from Vietnam, and I remember the coverage we had of that. It was it, to prove a point. And now what we're seeing are we're seeing images that remind me of that. They sort of remind me a little bit of capturing the energy of action and heroes and people that are stepping forward, right? Um, and other people that are trying to be very diplomatic in the world of politics. And I personally, I think you can be joyful and still be a pit bull when it comes to standing up for stuff. Oh, absolutely. You yeah. know, and joy is simply a way of being and it's a way, and I love that you said we're smiling here. You know, you said we're smiling, we hold these badges. And to me, a smile is a very particular thing. A smile doesn't necessarily mean happiness, right? No. Think of a smile, a, or a smile is like a bowl, I would say, it's like a bowl. It's curved at the edges, it's sturdy at the base, and it's, it, its whole purpose is to contain, it's to allow. When someone, when we smile with each other, even under dreadful circumstances, what we're saying is, I'm here, I'm present, I'm aware, I can create space for this, I, I can hold this moment. And so there's a certain clarity, you know, that, that is required. And so it's not being, you were mentioning denial as well. You know, a smile isn't saying everything's great, everything's perfect. A smile is saying, I'm here, I'm present, I will take this on. And so, yes, you know, it's, it's required of us this sort of clarity today to be clear. And which is why, again, mindfulness meditation, just so necessary to practice this, this present moment awareness of, of saying, okay, I'm here now. I'm taking it in. I'm present. I can just be with this. I can create space for us for this. And so as time goes on, as situations change, and as you, as you were saying earlier, goodness gracious, we've not seen a situation where the world mm. changes so drastically and so mm. radically. Right. you know, moment to moment to moment. And a meditation practice is just that. It readies us to What be are you present. doing? Are you doing so something globally for people to invite people to meditation? Because, Absolutely. Uh, uh, you know, folks like you have got to be able to create that forum. Yep. Things just don't happen. Somehow people <laughs> think, ah, there she is. She's on radio and Facebook. And no, it really took a lot of work to get our producers set up in their home space. Jessica is still in the office studio. It, it, it does take a village, but you yeah. are not yeah. dissuaded by any of this. Are you setting something up for people? Sure. I mean, I run a beautiful meditation center in Western Massachusetts, you know, Spirit Fire Retreat Center. And, and it's, it's, it's almost heartbreaking because now is when we really do need to be together, even if just to be together in silence and stillness and feel that support of each other physically, but can't do that. So here I am at home in Vermont, <laughs> just over the border. And yeah, we've got a full online program, The Practice of Living Awareness. We just started it on Monday. It's free. It's online. It's a 14-week meditation training. So we're doing live meditations on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for people to be together and meditate 
live and, and sense that group field? Because isn't that what's so wonderful about us as beings, right? We can sit across from each other here digitally and we can really sense each other's presence. And that happens in online meditation. There are people meditating. There are people really just focus on goodness, on goodwill, on hope, optimism. And if you can just quiet your mind, quiet your body and tap into that, you can sense it. But also when there's that list of names, you know, on the on the computer screen and you can sense here we are, 25 people, 40 people, all meditating, all generating yeah. a bit of hope and optimism together. So, yeah, well, we're, we're and, doing it. And that's what I want to talk about when we come back, because, you know, there are two things that I'm really struck by as we think as an organization, as a network, as we think of what are we going to do? to help with this? What are we going to do to help people connect? You know, yeah. what can we do given the technology that we built? What is it that we can help people with? So we are planning that, you know, that next step. Awesome. The, the thing that I'm really struck by is, and this is kind of, I want to leave you with this and talk about it when we come back from sure. break. So I'm not saying I'm a fan of the president or not a fan, right? I, I've certainly said my share, but I remember going through the battle with AIDS in New York, San Francisco. I, I remember that. I remember going through the battle and marching for women. So I remember all of that. And what, what would have been so helpful for us is if folks would have literally stood up so we could see where they're coming from literally stood up and said, you know, there, this is really an economic situation. Yeah, people are dying, but you know, there's really an economic basis for some of the decisions we're making. Now, do I agree with putting economics first? No. But what is so interesting for me, the cat is out of the bag. For the first time in my life, the underpinnings for how we make situations for human life yeah those decisions out right now full disclosure you're watching the tv if you I, I was appalled by this this morning you're watching your favorite whatever that station is and they've got the chart of the deaths from COVID 19 and over here they got the stock stock market for the first time in my young life we are coming out of the gate and saying almost like it's an Arnold Schwarzenegger re recall or running man movie. Hello, there's a game we're playing and money plays a part. Let's take a short break, everyone. When we come back, if you've gotten that awakening, what Steve is going to help us with, none of that really does matter. If you get yourself on the inside aligned, centered and clear about what your next step is. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Hey, how's it going? If it's stressful or just plain exhausting, New Light Living is here to ask, is this the way you want to live? Join me, your intuitive spiritual life coach and host, Arika Sullivan, every week on New Light Living. Discover the power of creative tools to start living every day as your ideal dream day. See your life in the new light. To learn more, visit newlightliving.com. 
The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens with Colette Marie Steffen is excited to welcome Karen Benton as a monthly guest host. Tune in on the third Wednesday of each month at 8 a.m. Pacific time to regain confidence and trust in your capacity to create change in your life, your health, your family, and your well-being. Karen Benton is a mother, nurse practitioner, certified body talk practitioner, Franklin Method instructor, and owner of Limitless Living LLC. For more information about Karen, visit karenbenton.com. Your eternal purpose is calling out to you each and every day. Are you listening? Tune in to Dynamic Destiny Radio with Coach Pete Cafarcio every first and third Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to be your authentic self and live the life that you were destined for. Learn practical tools to discover your purpose and conquer other fears that keep you stuck in a life of mediocrity. Learn more about Coach Pete by visiting PeteCoaching.com. Are you willing to challenge everything you've been taught about life and death? Join Angie Corbett Kuyper on her hit show, Beyond Grief Radio. Redefining loss and grief as Angie shares through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind that creating anything is possible, even in death. Tune in every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information or to listen to past shows, visit AngieCorbettKuyper.com. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to TransformationRadio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Break your snooze button habits for good with the Soul Stretching Sisters on the I Am Power Hour with me, Terry J. Walker. And me, Dr. Pat, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Pump up your spiritual muscle as we share stories. Aspire higher. And live a whole lot larger. To help you unleash your powered up. Pumped up. I am soul stretching success. Anything can happen when we take to the airways. And all things become possible during the I Am Power Hour. Welcome back, everybody. I am so thrilled to have Steve Kramer join us here today. Look, you know, there is a reality of things, and you're going to see what we're doing in our new channel. And I hope Steve will come back and do his own podcast with his own messages on it once Jessica and I figure out, you know, the details of it. What are the details of setting up an entire network (laughs) that's going to be dedicated? What are the details? Well, the details are... We have a venue of that which people can self-populate, but a lot of people can't. And we don't want this to be a place where only high-tech people that know how to do high-tech things can have a voice. So there, there are things that we're going to do. But we're in the spirit of science. We're in the spirit of medicine. We are in the spirit of heroes. And I will say this. We are in the spirit of superheroes right now. You know, Steve, I know you must be seeing this. I know I am seeing this. Um, You know, my doctor um, who is treating uh, folks, uh, uh, Dr. Darvish, uh, still open, still saving lives. Didn't you know what I'm saying? Um, We're still open. Uh, Hopefully we're going to help some people that are feeling alone and lonely. Um, and you're still open in that you're here with your message. 
But the reality is when you and I are done today with our shows, we're going to have to step back. I'm going to have to get back to trying to fill out that application that I started to fill out online. And then when I went back online to fill it out, they said, no, you can't. So we're going to have to fill that out. My folks may have to file for an employment. And so what do you do? I'll tell you what you do. Take if a long, I, slow, deep breath, right? Take a deep breath. <laughs> and, but if I can't figure out how to, how people, English is my first language. Yeah. How do people, if I can't figure out how to, what, what they're asking for in a line of the form, I don't know how most people are going to do it. And I said to Jessica, I said, Jessica, here's where we are. You know, we're going to keep rocking and rolling here. We're going to do some crowdfunding. We're going to do a bunch of other things. But I'm saying I hired an attorney. I got an attorney to help my people, if they need help, fill out the unemployment form. I don't know what else to do. I can't help them. Yeah, we're in dire need of simplicity, right? We're in dire need of some of small things, the small things that are big things. And and a lawyer, yeah, that is a, that is a small thing that will be a very big thing for people. But boy, yeah, these are complicated times. That's why and, I'm. Can you see the news talking about this relief that's coming, this stimulus package? And they say, well, we'll get back to you in six hours because we only gotten through the first, you know, six hundred pages of it. You go, ah, come on now, yeah. Yeah. I went back to my bank. I, I did. And I, 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 I look at, I don't give plugs. I'm not getting paid by what we're saying today. I just want to tell folks, no, we don't have any sponsor sponsoring this show. So anything we're saying, we're just saying it because we're saying it. Yeah. Um, your retreat center. And by the way, I want to talk to you later. I have an interface for you guys to do literally classroom retreats digitally. I'm partnering with another company that has an uh, entire classroom platform. Um, nice. But the thing that uh, that I want to say, I've got a smile. Yeah. I, I've got a smile. I mean, my mom commits suicide when I'm six. I'm homeless at 17. I can't even imagine being homeless right now. Can I, can I digress for a little bit, digress, regress for, for a minute? You know, when I was homeless at 17 in New York, okay, I just want to say it was a different world, right? You could literally walk up and down the back alleys in New York and get pizza and stuff. You, you know what I mean? You had to yeah. beg because yeah. th those are New Yorkers. They're not going to, you know, like they give you the shirt if they're back, but you got to ask for it. <laughs> now, if you're homeless, you are in a category that people don't even understand by the very nature of being Asian, homeless, and by the way, hate to say it, Italian, right out of the gate, people are looking at you differently. I want to but ask you. They don't you, even want you to approach them, They right? don't even I want mean... to. I got, a, I got a joke email from somebody the other day, which was not a joke. I shared this with a, an attorney I had on yesterday, and the email came to me and said, hey, Goomba, Paisano, are you like self Are you like, what do they call it? Self-quarantining. Yeah, yeah. And I said, yeah, 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 of course I am, because blah, blah, blah. And they said, hey, Paisano, yeah. What do you Italians figure out? Are, are you, I mean, it was so rude. Yeah, but yeah, it's funny. Yeah. 
So I just emailed him back and I said, hey, don't worry, dude. I have 16 cases of garlic that I'm roasting. It's going to be good. <laughs> but let's talk about sense of humor and mindfulness. Yeah. I'm a seriously intense dude. <laughs> but, but I also have a lighter side and so do you. What, what do you see your vision is to help people, Steve? Because I know you got one. Yeah. I mean, I, I love talking about smiles. You know, we just talked a little bit about smiles, you know, I mean, and hope, you know, hope, hope is a spiritual practice. You know, it is aligned with our, with interdependence, with interconnectedness, with participation, you know, that it, it, it is just so necessary to not let that contracted state be you know, just persist and persist and persist. So you've just got to find a way in your day to day with other people. And even if it's just to put a smile on your face, I mean, you smile, your body releases endorphins, serotonin, dopamine, all those feel good neurotransmitters. You just got to smile. And again, we were saying smiling as a way of, of saying yes to what's happening right now, even though, you know, it might not, you know, these thoughts about the way it was, and wishing the way, you know, wishing we could just go back a month or what might happen in the future. You've just got to find a, a time to say, ah, this green glass. I love the color green. It's the small things, you know, it's. Oh, it, I love yeah. my organic black <laughs> coffee. That's, that's a dark coffee, don't you think? Cheers. That is like, that is like, but it's organic, fair trade. I only get organic, nice. fair trade that the people actually own the land. Um, but it's the small oh my God. things. You I know, have to tell you, really... I haven't always been like this, though. <laughs> I really have not. I really have not. But it is the small things, isn't it? Yeah, it's the small things. You know, it's small things are very big things. So, you know, it it is just finding options throughout the day is a great thing. You know, just realizing we've got options. We're all home, but there's so many options, you know. And it's it's paying attention. What are we doing moment to moment to moment? It's really focusing on that, being present with the moment. If you're gonna pick up a coffee, you know, noticing just all the details, all those details. I've got a big cup of coffee, it's fair trade. I love the way it smells. It sounds like small things, but all of those little details do two things. They keep us in the present moment and train our mind to be here now and not so much fretting about the future, what might happen or longing for the past, keeps us in the now and actually that's doing incredible things to our brain. It's actually creating new synapses that is that are really blended with, with, I would say, with a sense of wonder, a sense of curiosity. All of that leads us in toward a place of joy. You know, as long as we can stay creative, stay, stay curious, maintain a sense of wonder. It's in the everyday things and in the small things. It it then leads us to a more optimistic and more up and, and a more hopeful place. Uh, it just keeps us expansive. The moment will, will staying in the moment will always keep us expanding to noticing the next thing and the next thing. I say, keep it simple, keep yeah. it simple, smile with the small things whenever you, know, you can. You and that's not saying be an ostrich with, you know, your head in the sand and ignoring everything, but it's building in these moments of appreciation and gratitude, a sense of wonder and curiosity in the moments we can when we're not having to tend to the tight stuff. You know, that's what keeps us optimistic and hopeful. 
and and you know it's not that we're we're not without sorrow a uh, dear sure. friend of mine uh, a mutual friend of ours her aunt passed away today yeah. um dear friends of mine in new york are very very sick yeah very very sick um my neighbor upstairs was very very sick with the virus um and pat i'd love to just sorry to interrupt but just sure. to say those are equally important moments that we can be curious about and yeah. can have a sense of wonder about how does that how does that sadness feel in my body and to yeah. sit with it to actually honor it to give it space and when i say smile with it that means actually be present with it to say i will honor the fact that i am feeling sad right now and it's and it's human and it's necessary and we can have a sense of curiosity about that as well and oh, it creates a sense of reverence for for life itself you know for what is what are all these aspects of life you know it's it's important as well we have to you know what's interesting i shared this yesterday and i'll repeat it again i'm a i'm a tattoo freak i i don't know what it is i think my my friend wendy says it's my past life that i must have been a shaman with the tattoos the whole thing or a witch but it doesn't matter but it's an obsession. It has been an obsession all my life. And I created an entire diagram that was going to be my back tattoo. And um, long story short, the minute they put the tattoo, the ink, whatever it was in my skin, it was almost as if I was having anaphylactic shock for taking too much oregano. <laughs> wow. Uh, but that, it, this, you had to be there, right? It was like, and the good news is the woman did a test because it was going to be a giant tattoo. My, It started, the test started. It was a little mark on my hand. I, I think I still have the little dot and my entire arm got red. But here's why I'm bringing it up. I got a friend that's a nurse and I was talking to her the other day and she was telling me about how desperate they are that they're reusing their mask. And I said to her, listen, I, listen, you guys, ozone, if used the right way, will purify it. And I said, as a matter of fact, get yourself a couple of those CPAC machines, you know, CPAC cleaners, yeah. those yeah, cleaner yeah. things where you yeah. put your stuff in and it cleans yeah, yeah. your stuff. I says, that's partially ozone. She says, well, yeah, but what about the rubber gloves? You want I said, I know you're out of them, but my tattoo friends are going to kill me, but I'm going to tell you, tattoo people buy special tattoo clubs and they're black and they're really cool. I've got like a couple of boxes of them. And I said, if you're, if you can't order, I can't remember the name that they have some, these tattoo gloves are equally clean. Yeah. People latex and see, there's no place for us to be sharing those ideas. Yeah. Well, I know you have ideas. I mean yeah, we have lots of gloves. We we run a big kitchen. We have cases of gloves. <laughs> and isn't it beautiful, you know, that we all just get to have these collective ideas of, hey, all right, business is shut down. Well, I'm not going to need these gloves anytime soon. Take them down to the local hospital. You know, we dropped off six cases of gloves and said, here, they're, you know, they're kitchen gloves, but it's better than bare hands. So, you know, I also have to digress and say, you know where I thought you were going with the tattoos? I thought you were going to say, Talk about being present with pain, <laughs> getting a tattoo and realizing having the pain 
allow you to realize I'm alive. I'm feeling really alive right now. And there is something to it. You know, I mean, Oh, we, I know. I thought that's where you were going to well, go. Well, <laughs> I, 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 I could have. <laughs> I love there. the gloves. Definitely. The gloves are, but you and I have both had pain. I mean, I've had physical pain. I mean, literally when I launched TTR, I was looking at a wheelchair. That's how much pain I was in. And if it wasn't for Dr. Darvish, I wouldn't be here. I mean, she was the only one. I was one of the first cases of chronic Lyme in the country that lived to talk about it, right? And I happened to be here in the Seattle area where I had a naturopath that was so brilliant and and didn't quite know what it was, but nailed it. And the grief that Dr. Darvish took in coming forward, and Dr. Ronnie, in coming forward, and Susan Green, the attorney. I mean, we put our boxing gloves on. I'll get my boxing gloves out. I, for next Facebook Live, I'm getting my boxing gloves. They're right in the other room. <laughs> because we have got to fight. We can fight compassionately. Yeah. And but you're it can't go, be okay. Yeah, you're willing to go deeper into it. And that again, you know, I will always, every, you can talk about anything in life with me and I'm going to bring it back to meditation. But there it is, you know, you're willing, you say, all right, Lyme disease, but what am I going to do with this? I'm going to go deeper into it. I'm going to explore it. I'm going to get real curious about it. And I'm going to come up with solutions, ideas, you know, and isn't that a part of, that's actually a part of, of hope is, yeah, is I'm going to explore it. I'm going to open it up. And from opening it up, I'm going to see options and options are going to appear because that's the nature of Let's life. Let's talk about meditation because yeah. here's I want to do with meditation. People ask me, what are you going to do, Pat? Well, I'm not a great meditator, but I'll tell you what I do. And thanks to you guys, right? Because I used to listen all the time to your show. But here's what I've learned. When I go into that meditative state, I ask God's spirit, what is mine to do? And for that nanosecond that there's nothing else going on up here, I get an answer. And people don't know about that. For yeah. mindfulness, do they? Uh, you know, not if they haven't tried it. You know, we've yeah. got this misconception that meditation is about checking out, that it's about, you know, I'm right. out of here. And actually, meditation is about checking in. You know, it's about being real present. And that's yeah. a beautiful form of meditation is to sort of a seed thought or even a seed question, which is that, to ask a very, um, a very purposeful question and then just allow just get real present with what's happening right now. And those answers will fall in. They will come in, you know, without a doubt. It's the way it works. You know, it's, it's law. Listen, so, give us the website and then we have a few minutes left. And sure. I would love for you to give us a short meditation to allow people to expand their ideas. Sure thing. Yeah, it's uh, spiritfire.com. Uh, is the is our organization and on there you can find a lot about meditation but living awareness it's called the practice of living awareness and just do a google search for that it's a online training it's free it's open to anyone and it, it works so if i were going to invite people which i'm not but i'm going to ask you to invite people right here and now to take a consciousness moment and lead us through a short meditation and we'll end the show like that yeah, I would love to. I would love to. Uh, you know, if, if you're if you're driving, I would say pay special attention <laughs> because what I'm going to ask you to do right now is actually just take a long, slow, deep breath. And we're not actually doing anything except allowing for that breath and just simply becoming present 
with what's happening around you right now. Perhaps there's sounds in the, in, in the background. Perhaps you're noticing your body, sensations in the body. Perhaps you're noticing the support beneath you, the chair you're sitting on. Perhaps it's the breath, but it's just taking a moment to pay attention on purpose. And I would invite you in this moment, if you're sitting just to rest one hand on top of the other, just palm inside of palm. And feel the palm holding the hand and you can feel on the other hand that you are being held. So it's an awareness, a simultaneous awareness of holding and being held. And just sitting for a moment with that awareness of gentle touch, of gently holding and being held. Breath comes and breath goes. Gentle awareness of the now. And so, Pat, it's really that simple. Yeah, it is. In 30 seconds to just get quiet and pay attention for a moment. Yeah, it's beautiful. This brings us back to to ourselves. I miss you, Steve. (laughs) It's lovely to be with you. I hope you'll come back because we've got more to do. Steve Kramer, everybody, spiritfire.com. Going to hear lots more from Steve. We're going to do some stuff with him. Thank you so much for all that you do. You too. Pleasure and be well. And let's march in place and kick some butt. Let's do. All right, everybody. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call.